you're hearing this, it is too late. You are here for Going for Two with Jack Taylor. My name is Jack Taylor. My name is Hunter Two. And we are back with some Mississippi State football coming tomorrow. Mississippi State will host Louisiana Tech, and I am so excited. Dude. I'm pumped up. It, it feels good. You know, last year, we went into the first game, we're like, okay, there's no way that we're going to win this game. And we played a team from Louisiana, and and, and we won. And a couple, uh, a record was broken along the way. Yeah. Um, a Heisman Trophy was solidified. Yeah. A national championship was brought to the school. Heisman Trophy, easily. Yeah. Uh, we got a few statues. Yeah. But we're playing a different team from Louisiana. Yeah, and hoping for the same result for this game, but a different result for the season. Yeah. So, yeah. need to start it off the same way, but um, need to need to kind of carry it over to next week yeah. the same way. Yeah. Last week, and um, when we recorded, uh, we, we were trying to like hide some news that happened over the summer, and we've really forgot one of the biggest stories of the entire summer. SEC expansion is happening. Yeah, I mean, like, Throw the national championship out the window when we heard this news. <laughs> Texas and Oklahoma, at least by 2025, will be in the SEC. Yeah. That's for sure. Um, but I'm willing to bet that that'll be next year by yeah. the time this is started. So, uh, <clears throat> Dude, I'm excited for that. I really am, too. I, I see it as nothing but a benefit for us. Yeah, going into four, how many pods? It's four pods, right? Yeah, yeah. four or 14 pods. Yeah, so that'll be good. Get to see, get to play everyone every two years. Mm-hmm. So, like, every four years get to go to Austin. Yeah. That'd be kind of fun. I actually have a reason to go watch a game in Oklahoma or Texas yeah. if I ever wanted to do that. So Yeah, I mean, that, that honestly sounds kind of awesome. Yeah. and Maybe it, go to Gainesville, actually, like, see my team play there. Maybe so. <laughs> and, you know, I was a little worried right when I heard the news because I thought, you know, if two teams are coming in, that might mean two teams are leaving. Mm-hmm. And we, we're a lot closer to the bottom than we are at the top out of teams that would get relegated I was thinking I was like okay that makes winning the national championship in baseball very much more important (laughs) if it it kind of solidified us into the SEC but you know we're a super conference now and we are a a charter program to the SEC we're not we're not yeah we're we're not leaving we're 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 here to stay so yeah yeah, I see it as like I said nothing but a benefit for us you know we're gonna we're gonna make some money off of it whether Mm -hmm. we play well or not you know just two huge programs in the country joining our conference is only going to bring us money uh, we're getting we're getting a nice little raise it's like 60 million dollars annually raise for every team Mm -hmm. which is just nuts and that shows you how much money texas has yeah and if the 14 pods that we saw are accurate then it'll be us Ole miss arkansas and lsu which i take our chances in that most years Uh, i like not having to play alabama every season which like oh yeah but I'd like to not play them every season. Yeah. So so that's a good thing. Texas A&M not being in our pod, good thing. Yeah. No, it's a really good thing. Seeing Texas A&M versus Texas. That'll be really awesome. That'll be so it's going to be so good. You know, we usually play Alabama coming off of a bye week, and it doesn't. It hardly ever goes Mm-mm. well at all for us. Historically, has not went well. No. So maybe like an off year or two. Yeah. Uh, that that'll that'll give us time to either that or will compound the issues. Might, we might give up a hundred if, yeah. if we go a year or two without playing them. But uh, anyway, we just we forgot to mention that. I'm glad we're finally getting around to it now. Uh, it's huge news that will be, you know, big for forever. Yeah, you know? yeah I'm I mean, excited to see how it shakes up the other conferences. Uh, I saw some stuff came out today that uh, Big 12s is like their top of their list is BYU, Houston, UCF, and Cincinnati. Cincinnati, which. Those teams in recent memory, except for Houston, have been really good programs. So, 
mean, I'm excited to see that. Yeah. And the names of the conferences, you know, obviously we're the Southeastern Conference. That kind of got thrown out the window anyway when uh, Missouri got added in. So, I mean, don't don't even worry about, like, what the geographical lines yeah. are supposed to be. doesn't exist anymore. Yeah, because the Pac-12 may include, you know, or Pac-12 teams may be in the same conference as Big Ten teams before it's all yeah, over with. Like, so, like Pac-12 adding, like, Oklahoma State kind of seems weird, like. Yeah. So, some, some weird stuff geography is out the window, but um, just it's all good for college yeah, football and I'm, college sports in general. I think I'm, basketball, baseball. Dude, dude, us versus Texas and baseball? Whew, that's got to be I want to play them sometime. We, we never get to play them. Yeah, dude, I can't remember the last time we played them. Hey, I bet <laughs> Braylon Skinner does. <laughs> but, anyway, so, um, it's... Like I said, it is game week. Yeah. Playing Louisiana Tech this Saturday. And uh, do you know anything about this team? Um, no. Because I don't. I don't. Um, no one really does that much. <laughs> yeah. Um, their offense is only returning four starters from last year. But they, they really did pick up a lot of uh, guys in the transfer portal. Yeah. Uh, Austin Kendall is their quarterback. Seems he, like he's been around a while. Yeah. He was, and, and been in some pretty good programs. He was so. Baker Mayfield's backup. Kind of was like the future of the program. And then Kyler Murray transferred. And then he was Kyler's backup. And then he transferred to, uh, to West Virginia. West Virginia, And then he played there last year. Got uh, something happened in the first two games. Uh, and then that was it. And then he transferred to Louisiana Tech. And that's the only like reasonable like stage of transfers that you can go through. Like Oklahoma, starting out strong. Going mm-hmm. to West Virginia, still in a, in a yeah. pretty big conference. And now you are at Louisiana Tech. So, um, obviously a big name. He's, he's had He was recruited very highly. But uh, we just don't know what he's going to be like here at Louisiana Tech when he doesn't have C.D. Lamb and, you know, <laughs> five-star wide, like NFL wide receivers uh, <laughs> playing for him. So, we'll see what that looks like. Um, I, I, I take our defense against uh, yeah. any they, three-time they have transfer. A, I think they have a few SEC transfers. Like, I know there's a guy from uh, – Vanderbilt, I think it's a wide receiver. I'm not too what sure. SEC transfers. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Dude, they, they haven't won a natty in forever. They haven't won a game in forever. Yikes. Okay, um, so really, offensively, don't really know much about them. Mm-hmm. Uh, I take our guys against their guys. Yeah. 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 Um, Every day. I mean, yeah. And then on to defense. Uh, they return 10 defensive starters. Don't know if any of them are any good, but they're returning starters, and yeah, I, mean, I mean, experience is good. Yeah. I mean, this is just full transparency. Like, it's not just us that doesn't know much about Louisiana Tech. I mean, last year being such a weird year, we don't know much about anybody. I mean, yeah. we I don't know too much about our own team, mm-hmm. but especially not Louisiana Tech, you know, not a very prominent school, and we didn't see much of them last year, so... I mean, this is really just kind of a shot in the dark. But it's a game that we should win and mm-hmm. should win by a lot. Yeah. And uh, the depth chart came out um, this week with a little, a few questions. Yeah. And um, so the main one that we see is that Jaden Wally is not a starter. Mm-hmm. What does that mean for Mississippi State? Um, I saw it and I was like, okay, this is just Mike Leach being weird. Like, even our quarterback has an or next to his name, Will Rogers or Chance Lovertich. I mean, if we look at it like that, I mean... Yeah, yeah, this this is this is expected, but mm. then we got clarification from the coaches, and someone said that uh, Austin Williams has been kind of ahead of Jaden Wally lately. Yeah, uh, that that's a little concerning. Yeah. but I'm, I mean, in in this offense, you're you're going to be going through your six or seven guys 
regularly uh, running lots of routes so like people are gonna get in Mm -hmm. so it's not like the biggest issue i mean if his snap share is 50 percent i'm completely happy with that yeah i mean both guys being slot receivers from the same side of the field uh they're gonna they're gonna trade some some snaps here and there but you know, I just thought you know our best receiver from last year those last six games or so you know Jaden Wally being the, the guy mm-hmm. I thought he would be the, the the one on the top of the depth chart yeah um, but you know Austin Williams other than that one fumble against Ole Miss you know he's been very reliable yeah um, he's the team leader you know the guy that you know is kind of the face of the offense is sad as it is to see uh, or as weird <laughs> as it is to see. it's not sad I, I like Austin Williams but it's just weird not seeing and, you know our best receiver at the top of the depth chart. Yeah, so. and I completely agree with that. Um, I I don't know if it's just Mike Leach weird stuff. Like I, I mean, we could very well go out there and Wally and Austin Williams are on the field starting mm-hmm. like easily. Yeah, but we I mean, we a, just, just don't know. Yeah, we could very well see them both on the field at the same time yeah. too. I mean, uh, I feel like Wally's pretty versatile. He's not a big guy, but I feel like he could line up just about anywhere yeah. and, and make something happen. So. Um, moving on to another thing that we saw on the depth chart, or not even on the depth chart, we just kind of heard some rumors, mm-hmm. um, and that is that the the fight at the end of the bowl game last year against Tulsa may the biggest black eye to the sport of college football. We did touch on it last week. I didn't think there was any chance of suspension was coming from that, but I think since it's not a very important game, you know, in the grand scheme of things, it's not a game that we're going to need, you know, Malik Heath to play in. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there it is, Malik Heath. Uh, may be getting suspended possibly and the, the reason that that's being speculated is because Tulsa played a game um, on Thursday and they had suspended players six yeah. players suspended from that fight and they ended up losing the game yeah uh, you know not a not a big deal game uh, just suspend six players yeah and mm-hmm. lost to UC Davis yikes <laughs> just that's just a fun. moment of silence for Tulsa and right. that's it um <laughs> um Okay, we were, we were really searching for some stuff. Yeah. Some content about this. And, and I was just looking around, and I, I remember that their coach is Skip Holtz, son of Lou Holtz. Of the Notre Dame Fighting Irish? Yep, that's it. And we're getting Skip Holtz versus Steve Spurrier. That's it. I mean, it's some big names floating yeah. around here. Yeah. Yeah. I like it. So, so that's something. It's probably nothing. Skip Holtz, I mean, I say what you want about Louisiana Tech, but I mean, he's a he's a great offensive mind. I mm-hmm. think um, he's so, been there for like nine years. Yeah, I mean, he's had been a long coaching forever, long tenure. So, um, Steve Spurrier Jr. He's our wide receiver, wide receiver coach. coach. I think okay. inside wide receiver coach. Okay, so um, some big names there. You know, some that's, sons that's, of some pretty 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 big coaches. Yeah, so. that's something. Yeah. That is that's, something that's that exists that don't matter. <laughs> going back, going back to the suspension though. So if it even is um, an official suspension, so it'd be Malik Heath and Demonte Russell is the other name floating around. I don't know how. I, mean, I can see how you pick Malik Heath because he's yeah. the one who who kicked someone. We got um, a John Boy video. Yeah, it was that was a, it was a fun time. It was a really <laughs> really really fun black out of the sport. Uh, and then, uh, but Demonte Russell, I don't specifically remember what he did, but I don't know how you can just pick two players out of that whole. School. Uh, I know who it's not going to be. Will Rogers. Yeah, uh, the, everybody's everybody's favorite quarterback, Will Rogers, taking pictures in the in the stands, just violating COVID protocols. It's, it's end of the season. Who cares? Yeah, who cares? Um, but yeah, I mean that's that's really what we have for the game. I mean, I know it doesn't sound like much, but 
that's that's what we know. Yeah. And we'll get into our predictions for for the game and for our player of the game here in a little while. But first, um, I think we're just gonna look at some big games that are gonna happen this week, mm-hmm. either uh, Friday or Saturday, maybe yeah. even Sunday, mm-hmm. and uh, or Monday. Or Monday. We got a, a yeah. long stretch. I forgot about this week Dude, one. we even had some tonight. And yeah. Minnesota-Ohio State game. I thought Minnesota was going to do it. Yeah, and as we're recording, I'm watching um, UCF close down a game against uh, Boise State. UCF and Gus Malzahn in his first game there. Gus Bus didn't look good in the first half. But um, they're up 36-31 and are just chewing clock right now. So um, It's one thing that Gus Malzahn can do. Yeah. It's chew clock pretty good at that mm-hmm. so uh yeah congratulations to gus Malzon and uh the future of college football as he said self uh self-proclaimed mm-hmm. so you know people always like the self-proclaimed yeah futures of college football mm-hmm. interesting inter- interesting that he wasn't the future of college football at auburn yeah i mean you'd think mm-hmm. if you're gonna be the future anywhere i'd be auburn mm-hmm. but anyway so looking ahead to some of these games um the first game on here is North Carolina, number 10, North Carolina, mm-hmm. at Virginia Tech. So you're just going down this list and giving our predictions. What is your prediction for that game? Um, I, I know that Virginia Tech has given UNC a lot of problems mm-hmm. like in recent years. It's at Virginia Tech, and I mean I, that's supposed to be a cool atmosphere. So like One of the best intros in all of college football, yeah. randomly. Um, it doesn't seem smart to do this, but I'm going to pick Virginia Tech. Are you? Okay. Yeah. I'm taking Mac Brown and North Carolina. I just think you know they they didn't close out close down the season on a high note last year against mm-hmm. Texas A&M, but that's just because that Texas A&M game. it was a great game. Yeah, Texas both, both teams really fighting for respect there. Yeah, I mean A&M um, proved that they really did deserve a playoff spot. I mm-hmm. think in North Carolina proved they were right up there with them. Yeah. Uh, so North Carolina, like I said, didn't close out the season strong, but they really are a good team. And Mac Brown, being just the Hall of Fame coach that he is, I think he's gonna uh, start the season off strong. Things get some, two Hall of Fame careers that'd Maybe be crazy so. yeah. some okay. Tom Brady action there. yeah and Tom Brady has about four right now <laughs> that's so crazy I'm so glad I lived at the same time that he's playing football yeah it's pretty awesome to see uh, the number two game is number 19 Penn State at number 12 Wisconsin and these are two of the teams that had the weirdest years last year yeah Wisconsin came out first game last year Graham Mertz like, like I mean, Heisman. Heisman runaway. Yeah. I mean, he was like KJ Costello level. Yeah, dude. Right up there with KJ Costello. And then, then some COVID stuff happened, and Wisconsin kind of fell off late. Like, he, Graham Mertz didn't get the practice for like a month and a half. And and it was just weird. Um, yeah. And then on the opposite, Penn State started 0-5 and, and then won their last four, Yeah, which was just crazy. <laughs> I, I don't know what to think about this game yeah uh it definitely doesn't seem like a week one matchup you know it's a big 10 matchup seems like i mean i don't know anything about rivalries in the big 10 but it has to be a pretty good little yeah. little rivalry there uh, but it's penn state at wisconsin and just because i watched one penn state game last year and they didn't look very good i'm gonna say wisconsin's gonna win this uh, one. i'm gonna go penn state on this one all right you yeah. just don't want to agree with me today yeah that's it it's all for the content mm-hmm. i know so, uh, moving on to game number three. Finally getting an SEC school in here, and we're having Alabama versus Miami. And I think this game is in Atlanta. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, you know, Alabama, usually pretty good in Atlanta. Um, <laughs> I think they've only lost one game there under Nick Saban, and that was 2008 against Florida. So, um, he's, ha- he's got a good little winning streak going there. Yeah. That includes I mean, a, a lot of teams haven't even played there in the SEC championship. That's tough. Couldn't be me. Yeah. 
Couldn't be me. <laughs> All right. So, what you think about this game? Um. Okay. Uh, on paper, it's Alabama. Far and away. Yes. I think this game is going to be way closer okay. than it is. Uh, not not really because I think Miami is great or anything, mm-hmm. but Alabama is replacing way more production than I've ever seen them replace. And and you know Nick Saban will probably go out there and do it and win a national championship. Yeah. But. But he's he's got to do it, you know. That that that's a lot of production. It's like three offensive linemen. Both of their wide receivers that produce. Najee Harris. Najee, best running back in the SEC last year. Who's going to replace Mac Jones? Anyone. Um, <laughs> uh, not Cam not Newton. <laughs> Don't even talk about it. Uh, anyway. Yeah, so I'm going to go Alabama. But Alabama? I think it'll be so, a 10, 10, 10 point game maybe. Yeah. 10, 10, to, 10 to 14. Though that's not your final score. That's just no, okay. No, I was like, no, 10 that to sounds like a terrible game. game. Uh, it sounds like a Big Ten game. No, but um, so Miami starting quarterback is Derek King. Mm-hmm. Is he there again? Okay, um, you know the fact that I even know Miami starting quarterback is surprising to me. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know anything else about them. I know that they're. I mean, Manny Diaz, former Mississippi State great. Um, I I can't pick Miami here. I, I, I have to go Alabama. I know. I, I kind of wanted all the all us to disagree on all these games, but. I just can't pick against Alabama or Nick Saban, so. Yeah, that's that's completely understandable. Yeah. And uh, our fourth game is number seventeen Indiana at number eighteen Iowa. I have never cared less <laughs> about a game in my life of between two top twenty teams. Yeah, another game that just doesn't seem like it should be taking place in week one. Shout out to the Big Ten for giving us these matchups in week one. Yeah, for real. Um, I don't know why. I just I hate Iowa. I don't know if it's the Brandon Walker coming out in me or what, but I just I'm not gonna pick Iowa. I'm gonna go Indiana in this game just because I I just hate Iowa. So, dude, you're against children's hospitals. Let me go on record and say I am very much for children's hospitals. Wow, you want kids to be in hospitals? I if kids have to be in hospitals, I'm glad that they have somewhere to go. Okay. And I'm glad that there are people there to wave at them. And I'm sure some Indiana fans will wave too, and they're going to win the game. So. Okay. I am pro-children being treated for illnesses, so I'm going to go Iowa. Man, you're you're <laughs> twisting my words. <laughs> okay. I mean, I guess it had to be said. Yeah. I'm, I'm the bad guy here. Mm-hmm. So... You either die a hero or you live long, live long enough to see yourself become the villain, I guess. Um, I didn't expect to drop one of those on the pod today. But, all right, so moving on to a game that's a little less controversial. Um, so Louisiana Lafayette, number 23 in the country, at number 21, Texas. In Texas's first game under Steve Sarkeesian. What's this going to look like? UL Lafayette is being paid $1.5 million dollars. To come to Texas and play this game. I understand. ULL is being paid $1.5 million to come in here and beat Texas in Steve Sarkeesian's first game. They're returning everyone. This is a great team. They, like 32-4 and four over the past three years. It, it's it's crazy. <laughs> Taking ULL off yet. Uh, what's, this, what's this coach's name again? Billy Napier? Is that right? Yeah. Okay. Um... So you're taking Louisiana Lafayette. Yes. Um, I cannot stand Billy Napier because I. What is he waiting for? Alabama. 
I mean, I, under- yeah. I understand, but he was offered the Texas job last year. I think he was offered the Auburn job he was last off- year. He, he was offered the state job for sure. South Carolina. Like, like we know state in South Carolina. He was rumored big time in Texas and Auburn. Yeah. But, like, to turn turn down South Carolina, that seems like... Yeah. He's, he's waiting on something huge. And I know that you don't... I mean, as a, the coach of Louisiana Lafayette, you don't have to win big games like this to, like, bump your stock up mm-hmm. and... and you know, prove that you belong somewhere else, but it sure would help. And yeah. so I think I'm going to agree with you on this one. I know mm-hmm. Sarkeesian is has a lot to prove in his first game at Texas, but Lafayette had a really fun year last year, mm-hmm. and I think it's going to carry I mean, over. It wouldn't be the first time it started out the season beating a ranked Big 12 opponent. Yeah. It did, did it at Oklahoma year. last year. So. Was it okay? Iowa State? Iowa State, okay. Yeah, okay. Iowa State's good. Yeah, for real. So both of us agreeing on that one. That's pretty surprising. Um, but moving on to another uh, SEC school and another incredible matchup here mm-hmm. in week one. Uh, so we have number five, Georgia, versus uh, number three, Clemson, a neutral site game. I think it's in North Carolina. So, I mean. Neutral site is. I yeah. mean, I, I, it'll I think, be neutral. I think Georgia will travel. Yeah. Um, at least the team will travel, I think. You think? Um, yeah, maybe, yeah. maybe. Um, so, I'm gonna let you pick this one first, just because I, I don't I don't know what I'm gonna pick yet. Okay, uh, last year we saw DJ Yungalele. Mm-hmm. A little name drop there. Yeah. One time we had a bet about uh, name dropping DJ Yungalele, and now it's just easy to do. Yeah. Dr Pepper athlete. Um, we we saw him against Notre Dame, and he he showed out. Uh, they they lost the game, but. He threw for more passing yards in the game than Trevor Lawrence ever had, which was, like, weird yeah. to see. Um, but Georgia's probably the strongest returning team in the SEC this year. Yeah. I mean, didn't didn't lose much. Mm-hmm. Like, They're a very, very good team. Both of these teams are really good. This is... A, I'm going to pick Georgia here. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I, I watched Georgia play one game last year, and that was the... Because I... Once Mississippi State started playing terrible in week two, I kind of lost everything for college football <laughs> there for a little while. So I did watch us play Georgia, and if it hadn't been for JT Daniels just dropping bombs on us, you know, we would have actually gone into Athens and won a game. Yeah. So JT Daniels really did win me over there and made me think, like, he's e- easily a top two quarterback in the SEC, maybe one of the top five in the country. Him. Yeah. And um, so I think JT Daniels is going to show out in this game. And Uangalele is really good, too. Clemson's amazing. But I'm taking Georgia in this one. Okay, so. cool. We agree again. Yeah. And then, th- this is a fun one. Just a stupid game. I really, really enjoy this game. I don't understand it. Okay. Our seventh game is number 16, LSU. Yeah. Let's, let's, let's just Number pause. 16. Number 16 in the country. Okay. Let's just get that out At there. At UCLA. <sighs> Playing in the Rose Bowl. Yeah. Not not for the Rose Bowl, but in the Rose Bowl. Mm-hmm. Um. Ah, I guess you're going to make me pick this one first. Yeah, yeah, you go. Okay. Um, I don't think LSU deserves to be number 16 in the country. Um, I also don't think that UCLA is going to have any sort of home field advantage in this game. Um, this game would be really fun if it was in Tiger Stadium. Mm-hmm. But um, I just I don't believe in LSU this year. I don't think Orgeron's going to have a job after you know week six or seven. But um, I don't know. That's a, that's a that's a hard take right there. People think that he just has the job lined up. I mean, surely their past three head coaches haven't won a national championship for them. Hmm. <laughs> All right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start LSU off this season with a loss to UCLA. Yeah. I think um, UCLA's taking it. 
Um, this is Chip Kelly's third year at UCLA. Mm-hmm. It's Chip Kelly season. Um, yeah. Both of us remember Chip Kelly at Oregon. Yeah. Some of those fun teams. And it Ever. really really wasn't... I, I mean, I know they had a Heisman Trophy winner, winner quarterback, but there was about their running backs. And mm-hmm. his play design, when he has his guys in there doing what he wants, it, 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 it's, it's almost second to none. Yeah. Yeah, UCLA is going to beat that Ordron. Yeah. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, and moving on to another game that just, I mean, this week one is just full of games. And this mm-hmm. is going to be a Sunday night game, I believe. Mm-hmm. And it's going to be number nine, Notre Dame, traveling to Tallahassee to play Florida State. And a new transfer quarterback for them, Mackenzie Milton, coming off an injury at UCF a couple of years ago, Damn. finally getting back on the field. I'm so at, excited to see that. Uh, I mean, I, I got it. We didn't, I mean, I knew he would walk again, but never thought he'd play football again yeah. after I watched that game. But um, he's back and leading Florida State, who has a new coach this year. I think I think, I think they had one last year. A new coach last year. Okay, gotcha. Um, I'm taking Notre Dame in this one. Mm-hmm. I think Florida State will be good uh, and, and have a good season this year, definitely better than the past couple of years. But Notre Dame, they're still a good team, really, yeah. really good. Um, I, I'm going to go for the fun pick here. Um, okay. Notre Dame doesn't have Ian Book this year, mm-hmm. and – as much as people don't like Ian Book, uh, he 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 was consistent and won them games. Yeah. Uh, but Mackenzie Milton Magic, uh, I'm sure he hasn't lost many games as a starting quarterback, due to the fact that he went undefeated or something. That, that might one be time. that might be zero losses. So <laughs> yeah. Um. So yeah, Mackenzie Milton. You're gonna, gonna beat him? Notre Dame. All right. Sweet. Here's I like some, it. There's no touchdown. Jesus, Jesus to save them here. <laughs> I don't know if you can say that. I can. <laughs> All right, moving on to our fun Monday game, mm-hmm. and that's going to be Louisville uh, versus Ole Miss. Where is this game? Yeah. Uh, it's like Miami. Somewhere, I don't know. All right. some, some fun. And Maybe in Texas. I don't know where it is. Makes sense. I don't okay. care. Yeah. It's going to be the only game on Monday, so I'm definitely going to get to watch this one. That'll be fun. And um, I just think Ole Miss's offense is going to be too good to, mm-hmm. to be stopped by Louisville. And I'm taking Ole Miss and Matt Corral, so, yeah, as much uh, as it pains me to say. Yeah, um, Louisville is going to run the ball on Ole Miss. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure if Ole Miss will be able to stop them. Yeah, I don't know if they're going to be able to stop anything. Louisville is going to run the football. Ole Miss is going to score at least 14 more points than them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the, the, they, they may get a random fumble, and they're scoring. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I'm picking Ole Miss in this game. Uh you're going to hear us say it a lot this year until we don't think it's true anymore, but Ole Miss is a good team. Mm-hmm. They are really, Especially a really good offense. That defense is going to hurt them this year, but that offense is going to be worse able- than last year. Yeah. That's where early reports and uh, false scrimmages were. Yeah. That that offense is going to be able to bail them out uh, for for some games, and I'm assuming they're they're still going to uh, have a good season, but we'll just have to see. That mm-hmm. A really good offense, a really bad defense, but I'm taking Ole Miss in this one still, and uh, I guess you are too. So moving on to um, the game that we're all looking forward to, the game that we've all been waiting for, the game of the week, Louisiana <laughs> Tech at Mississippi State. And uh, once again, I'm going to let you pick this one first. Uh, I'm going Mississippi State, and we are doing score predictions, right? We are. Yeah. Okay. Um, I'm going to go 45-10. 45-10? Okay. Sweet. I like that a lot. Yeah. That, I'm gonna go um, Mississippi State winning, and I'm gonna I'm gonna put us in the fifties here. I'm gonna wow. say fifty-one to 
51-14. Okay. I'll give it to him. Yeah. All right. Um, so do you have any idea who your player of the game is going to be? Is it going to be your starting wide receiver? No, it's going to be Austin Emmanuel Williams. Forbes. Emmanuel Forbes? Okay. Mm-hmm. I you think, think he gets an interception? Yeah. Pick six? I mean, if he gets an interception, <laughs> he's it's a pick six. It, yeah. It's like um, Kite McDonald. If he gets a hit, it's a double. Yeah. Like <laughs> Kite McDoubles. Um, so you're going uh, Emmanuel, Emmanuel Forbes. Forbes. Okay. I don't think I picked a defense player last year. I may have. Maybe that, that's going to be what it takes to turn our season yeah. around. All right, I'm going to um, go chalk here, and I'm going to say Will Rogers. Okay. I'm going to say he just puts, you know, 350-plus on the board. and That's points, not yards. I'm just kidding. He's going to put 350 yards or more on the board and, um, you know, just start the season off and, and get his record-breaking season off on a good start. So, you like it? Yeah, yeah, I, I like that pick. All right, so um, – yeah, if you've put up with us you know, making these predictions so far, um, we appreciate it. We also appreciate you uh, you guys sending Instagram questions when we asked on Wednesday for those. Um, we might do something this year where we, uh, like we did last year, where we get you guys to pick games and we can give a shout-out to the person who gets the games the most correct. The most or the most right. wrong. Or the most wrong. Yeah. Shout-out HUD. Yeah, Hudson Harris. And we go an 0 for 10 one time. That was so <laughs> Unbelievable. <laughs> He said, put the house on it. Yeah. I so, lost my house. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Where are you now, Hudson? <laughs> so, no, we're going to put these these 10 games on um, our Instagram tomorrow, or today when you're listening to it, and uh, we'll just ask you to DM us with your predictions, and mm-hmm. we will shout out the person who is the most right or the most wrong, whichever one seems more interesting at the time. So, uh, moving on, though, we're going to go to the Instagram questions we just talked about. Uh, once again, thank you guys for those, and we just really enjoyed this part of the show, as always. Yeah. So, let's get into them. Okay, from the first one, uh, from Drew Robinson. Will Mississippi State's culture of piracy lead to more takeaways for the defense? I love this question so much. I kind of hate it. So, um, I, I think any defense that doesn't flash the land shark is, has a chance to to be pretty good because being the land shark defense seems to put you in last place for for total defense in yeah. the country. So, um, you know, I really do think we're going to force some takeaways this year. Yeah, uh, Forbes. So. Eh, yeah. I mean, any time the ball gets thrown his way, you have a chance for an interception and possibly yeah. a pick six. And then so. on the other side, you have someone who is arguably better. Yeah, Martin, Martin, Emerson. Martin Emerson over there. Uh, I'm really feel good about our cornerbacks, and so might force a fumble here. Dude, I'm here excited for too. Jalen Green too. Yeah, I mean, yeah. a guy who's a he was a cornerback coming out of high school yeah. and could play safety mm-hmm. now. So um, yeah, really excited about our defense and yeah, yeah. pirates and stuff. Yeah, pirates and stuff. <laughs> Um, Austin Swindle sent in a few, but only one of them we didn't answer last okay. week. Um, early Heisman pick, what you got? Um, guy I talked about in the Georgia versus Clemson game, which two very big Heisman hopefuls mm-hmm. there. But I'm going to say JT Daniels is my guy for the Heisman right now. Okay, I'm going to do the default thing. I'm going to pick an Oklahoma quarterback, Spencer Rattler. Okay, that's that's pretty smart too. Yeah. You know, it's weird saying a Georgia quarterback could be in contention for the Heisman because we're used to Georgia running backs mm-hmm. stealing the show, uh, and we're just kind of used to Jake Fromm being there, and he's not going to win the Heisman. Dude, imagine if they kept Justin Fields. All time. He bad didn't move. win a Heisman. All time bad move. Yeah, Pick Kirby him. smart. More like Kirby not Kirby smart. More like Kirby dumb. Uh. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna say JT Daniels, and you say Spencer Rattler. Okay. It's a good question. Though. Okay, from Frederick underscore one eight five one. Yeah, what my, freshman biochem biochem buddy? Oh, nice. What freshman will make the biggest impact this season? All right, 
I'm looking at the depth chart, and the only person that I see with freshman beside their name is our long snapper, starting long snapper, Hayes Hammond. So uh, he was a Barstool athlete at one point, but then the university said, no, you can't be a Barstool athlete. That's so against the rules. That's, that's, that's a no-no. So um, no longer a Barstool athlete. It's a, it's a short run there, but I'm going to say Hayes Hammond. He's going to snap the ball real good. Yeah. Um, I, I'm, I'm going to go with a technicality pick here. I'm going to pick Jaden Wally because last year didn't count. They're <laughs> so yes. COVID freshman. All right. Mm-hmm. I'll take yeah. it. Okay. And then E is sorry, for Sorry Ethan. if that wasn't what you wanted, Frederick, <laughs> but we're just just going by the depth chart here. And then E is for Ethan. Which sophomore star are you most excited to see this year and why? Uh, I'll let you take this one first. All right. I'm not going to go with the technicality here. I'm just going by the, the letters that I see. I'm taking um, a guy. He's not even starting this year, but his name is Jaden Wally. And really? I'm, I'm really Dude, looking forward to watching Dude, it says star him. right here. What? It says freshman, I mean sophomore star. I, you really think maybe a breakout season for Jaden Wally? And he's not even starting? I think he's going to just like rewrite the record books. And he's going to find his way into the starting position and just run away with what, it. He's what, a, what a star. Story. He's a star. Okay. Um, Cowboy boots and all. I'm going to go with the technicality here. Um, I, because last year counted... Um, I'm going to pick Hayes Hammond, our long snapper. <laughs> um, he, he was a Barstool athlete. And then Mississippi State said, no, you can't be that. And he, a, No, no. He's going to snap the ball real good. And that's my Stop pick. Stop me if you've heard this before. And that's my pick for sophomore star that I'm excited to see this year. It's Hayes Hammond. Sorry, E is for Ethan, if that's not what you wanted to hear. But we're just going by the depth chart here. So... Um, <laughs> No, and we really do. We really do appreciate these questions. We just like to have a little bit of fun with them sometimes. It was really random that we got freshman, you know, standout and sophomore standout. Yeah. So we had to had to have a little bit of fun with it. But um, no, we, we're looking forward to to all these guys. I don't really, I don't think I've ever noticed who our long snapper was in my entire life. So um, looking forward to a. Uh, packed out Davis Wade first game of the season against Louisiana Tech and like we like we've you've heard us predict we think it's going to be a very very good game for Mississippi State shooting us off in the right direction just like we did last year yeah so uh, really hoping for a great game and just a great atmosphere at duty at not at Duty Noble Field. I would like a, I would like a football game at Duty Noble. <laughs> that would be fun. We should do that for a bowl game sometime. Nope. Home of the national champions. But um, all right, so that is it for the show today. Thank you guys for listening, and we will see you guys next time at Going for Two with Jack Taylor. Thanks. You know what I'm excited for? What? Seeing Hayes Hammond snap that ball real good. I mean that's. Crazy. He's a freshman and a sophomore. I hope we don't have the same. We, we gotta kick extra points. Nah, go for two. Going with for two Jack with Jack Taylor. Taylor. <laughs>